0: Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curry, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. I just want to double click on that for a moment actually uh, about um the whole idea that alzheimer's and other for- sorts of dementias are a product of old age, whereas in reality these are we lay the foundations for a healthy brain uh, much earlier in our lives uh, and i I wonder um when and how we change the thinking around that in the uh, in the scientific world in the in the academic world
1: right so that there was like the first issue that I really had to overcome because when I I started looking into that and I was asking, does it matter if you're a woman or a man in terms of your Alzheimer's risk? The answer was always inevitably, you know, sweetheart, women live longer than men and Alzheimer's is a disease of old age. So of course, more women than men have Alzheimer's disease and it took... I would say 10 years since I started to really dismantle that bias, because on two different levels. Number one, women don't live that much longer than men, you know, Mm -hmm. in the United States.
0: To qualify for that degree of difference. I mean,
1: if you say women live so much longer than men, you you picture like 10 years, maybe four. Mm -hmm. In the United States, it's four and a half years, not 10 or 20. In England, it's actually only three years, and there's this wonderful paper in Lancet that mm-hmm. I think scientists, well, from England for sure, I was gonna say Oxford, and I'm not sure, they published this yeah. wonderful paper showing that the longevity gap is actually closing. Yeah. In the next 10, 15 years, there's going to be no differences in lifespan between men and women in England, again. In the United mm-hmm. States, maybe it's gonna take a little longer, but again, the differences are very small. Not definitely is not such a big age gap to justify that two-thirds of all Alzheimer's patients are women. But then I think even more importantly than that, a lot of studies, including a lot of my work, really show that Alzheimer's disease is not a disease of old age. We associate it with the elderly because people develop the symptoms usually when they're in their 70s. In the States, the average age of onset is 71, or the average age at diagnosis is 71. But what we have learned is that Alzheimer's starts with negative changes in the brain years to decades before the clinical symptoms emerge. So it's not like one day, it's not like you, one day you wake up and you have a cold, right? It's not like all of a sudden, ooh, I wake up in the morning and I have Alzheimer's. It takes a really long time for these brain chains for the Alzheimer's plaques and the tangles and the inflammation and the neuronal loss to produce a damage so severe that then people develop the symptoms. So again, this brings us to midlife, which really completely changed the conversation, at least for me, to, all right, so if Alzheimer's starts in midlife, then what happens to women and not to men in midlife they could potentially trigger Alzheimer's disease. And that's how we landed on menopause, which I was completely surprised about. I was not anticipating that at all because we live in this society in Western medicine where if you're an endocrinologist, you don't really look at the brain. Or let's say if you're an OBGYN, you don't think about brains. And if you're a brain person, you really don't think about menopause to be honest. And so there was a big whoa moment.
0: I'm Dr. Rupee. Have a beautiful day.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen